All right, well, we, we spent some time last week talking about peace, and specifically peace like a river, and I, I just have some more on that. Um, just touch on some things, you know, related to that tonight. And um, so that's what we're going to do. Um, Isaiah forty-eight eighteen. if you didn't go, if you didn't hear that, I mean, go back and listen to watch that message. But there, we'll, we'll cover some some things tonight, and um, I don't know about you, but that resonated with me all week, and uh, so good. Isaiah forty-eight eighteen. it says, Oh, that you had heeded my commandments, then your peace would have been like a river, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Now, you know, this is coming to the, you can put verse 18 back up, this is coming uh, to the nation of Israel, saying, oh, if you had heeded my commandments, then, then your peace would have been like a river. Well, it goes, it, it follows, if you heed my commandments, your peace will be like a river. Your righteousness, like the waves of the sea. So, if we'll do what God says, if we'll flow with Him, then we'll have peace. Amen? Amen. Always. There's never a time, I mean, if you're flowing with Him... <laughs> If you're opposed to God, no. No, that's not what we're talking about. If you're going to go against God, the enemies of God, they're not going to have peace. They could have. You know, God, God has freely given. He, he has saved the whole world, but they have to believe. He's made provision for them, but they're not going to be saved unless they call in the name of Jesus. And so there's not going to be peace, and eventually there's going to be hell on earth. When the church is caught up and we're out of here and um, all is left is unbelievers. And, of course, people are going to be saved at that time. It's not going to be good. But that's a different age. That's not the church age anymore. But if you'll do what God says to do, you can have peace in any situation. And here it says peace like a river. And um, let's read the Amplified Classic Version. Now, before we do that, I'll just, I'll just say this. So I, I had mentioned this. You, just, you can put it down right now. Um, you know, I, I talked about the, the Peace Like a River. I had a video clip, and I, you know, I didn't put it up last week, but had this. This is the image I had. Just a minute, and I'll tell you when, Julia. Um, but we talked about the, a river of peace, and that, that's constantly, the water's constantly coming. And when I was talking about this, not just a little river, but a, a rushing river. Now, it might seem contradictory that, you know, some people say, well, just peace, it's just this quiet. Well, when it says peace like a river, what brings to my, comes to my mind is just overwhelming peace. It just keeps coming. It just is just overwhelming. Just whatever you need, it's there. And, and it's, it's, it's exchanged over and over. The water just keeps coming in a river. Go ahead and put that up. This is the vision. That's a rushing, mighty river. And just, just look at it for a second. Like, if you pick out a point there on the, wherever, on, on the screen, there is constant water. Even the parts that are, you know, held up there in the little, the little uh, bump in the, near the front, that water, there's constantly new water there. And if you look at some of the different parts, there's constant water being displaced. And it's not just a little bit. 
So like where, where the water is right now, two seconds later, there's more water. And it doesn't stop. Now this clip, if we waited, this is about a minute clip, it's going to stop. The real river, it just keeps going. We're talking about, you know, a, a river on earth may dry up. This river will never dry up. It would just keep going. So it, what that means is whatever situation we're in, whatever's going on, when you think of this, it's just that peace. Think of peace. It's just going and going and going and going and going and going. Constantly. See, it's still going. And like next week, it'll be going. And like three months from now, it'll be going. And like a year from now, it is still going. And it, and it doesn't ever get exhausted. God never is going to be exhausted. It just, it's always there. So when you think, oh man, I'm in this situation. I don't know how I'm going to get past. Just think of this. Just think, no, that is flowing from God himself, that peace. As a Christian, you have the source of peace on the inside of you. That is constantly, God the, God, the Holy Spirit is inside of you, and that source is there. Now, it may not feel like it. If you don't, if you stop looking at Him, the circumstances can overwhelm you. But if you'll look back at Him, you'll, you'll, you'll hook back up and you'll see, well, no, that's still there. That, that, that piece is there. You can put it down. You can, you can go ahead and turn the video clip off. But I just wanted to give you that visual when we're talking about peace like a river, it is a rushing, mighty river of peace that is more than enough for any situation. And so as we're going through life, as we're going through circumstance, what we experience of that is going to be determined on where our focus is. In other words, it's not automatic. If you get into a situation and you start looking at the situation, then you can start experiencing something other than peace. And this is really what it comes down to in life. We all, we all uh, can face challenging circumstances. But what you experience is going to be dependent on where we're looking. Because... God's will for our life is to experience his peace always. Like from now until we go we leave this earth. Peace, and we read this, you know, in some other series, but I'm just going to read it here. The definition of peace is a state of tranquility or quiet. Now that we were talking about that that's true, that's peace. The peace we're talking about will be there even if the circumstances aren't tranquil or quiet. What we're talking about is the inner state. Not just this outer state. Another definition, this is just in the you know, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotion. Now that's what we're talking about. Freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. That peace. And that's overwhelming peace. That, see, the, the peace of God will displace those other thoughts. That, that river of peace will displace the troubling thoughts, the anxiety. What was here, if you'll let it, that washing will just wash away those thoughts. You focus on him, the more you do, that, 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 that um, force of peace will just 
wash over anything that's anxious, anything that's fearful, and it can't hold on. If you look to him, it will leave. It has to leave. But if you're going to, but the minute you look back at the circumstances, if you start dwelling on it, that anxiety can come back. Because we, what we experience is a function of what we look at. It's not, we can all experiencing, experience challenging circumstances, but what you experience on the inside isn't necessarily a function of your circumstance. It's a function of what you're looking at in regard to your circumstance. In other words, you could face a very challenging circumstance and it could cause a tremendous amount of anxiety or because you're looking at it as this could take me down. This might be it. This might be over. I, and you're, you're playing all these scenarios of things coming up, out badly. So it, it produces anxiety. Same circumstance. But then you could, you could see that same circumstance and see you overcoming through God that he has a way out that he has a way through, that he is with you right now, that it is never too much for him. And in the midst of that same circumstance, you could experience peace. It's a function of what you look at. It's not. People say, it's the, nobody, nobody can be calm in this circumstance. But that's not true. Nobody that's looking at the circumstance and, get, and, and thinking that's the end all could be calm. And anybody maybe would be anxious in that case. Anybody, if, if anybody, don't, we can't fool ourselves. If anybody focuses on the negative continually, you will end up depressed. I don't care who you are. If, if you focus on negative, focus on the wrong path, the wrong outcome, it will lead to you being depressed, being hopeless, being discouraged, because that's how we're wired. You cannot look at something negative continually and not be affected. So the way not for that to happen is even if there's something, a challenge in our life, is to look at the right thing, look at what God says, look at, think and meditate on Him, that He has a way through, that no matter what, He is not anxious, He is not fearful, He has a way over, he doesn't matter what it is. He has a way through. We may not see it, but he is with us. He's for us. And the more you look at that, then you, your, your attitude, your mental condition, it will come up. It has to. In other words, you, just like you cannot look at the negative and, and uh, not become depressed, you can't look at God and not come up. It's impo- you cannot look at him and be thinking about him and how good he is all day and it not affect your mental attitude. If you say you can, you're actually looking at the negative. You're saying, well, I'm trying, but what's going on in the background is you're really thinking about the negative. It's just true. Because for a minute, it could be just for a moment, if something displaced that negativity... Somebody said something, and for a moment, your mind was off that, and you smiled. As this, I know this has happened to everybody. You're going through a trying situation, and for a little bit, something took your mind off it and put it on something else. You forgot it. You even had it, and you were, you were light, and then the reality came, wait, this is going on, and all of a sudden, boom. Has that ever happened to anybody? I know it has. It's happened to every single person. You forgot. It's like you forgot that that was what you were facing. But what did it do to your state in between? 
you begin to experience peace or joy. Well, what if we just focused on the right thing all the time? Well, that's, what, that's how you experience that peace. See, the enemy will try to get you to focus on the wrong thing to where it train wrecks you and, and keep you in a constant state of fear, constant state of impending doom. Something bad is going to happen when actually God came through Jesus so that we could have peace continually because he is our peace, what we, he is our help. And so in the midst of trying circumstances, we can just look at him and just keep having peace. That's his will for our life. Just keep having it. Just keep having peace. Not this constant state of dread. That's something, it doesn't matter. See, if we look at the wrong thing, it doesn't matter how much good happens because, well, this could happen and it just brings us back down. There's always something, well, I knew it was going to turn out. No, instead of, doesn't, look, doesn't matter what's going to happen, it's still going to come out right. Oh, this looks down, but God, you see, there's, a, there's two different ways. That we're not talking about just positive thinking, although positive thinking is much better than negative thinking. I mean, people, well, we're just not talking about positive thinking. Well, yeah, but if we just talk about the natural, you're way ahead of the game if you're thinking positively. But we're not talking about just mental state. We're talking about a force of Almighty God. He indwells us, and you do have something further than yourself because there are circumstances that you can come up to in your life that you can't do nothing about. And if all you got is positive thinking, you can think positive all you want, but you can't help the situation. That's better than thinking negative, but how much better for you to think on the right thing but think on the person that can actually help you and know that he can bring you through. Well, now you actually have true hope, true expectation, not false hope. Because, you know, some people, they're believing one thing and they're trying to talk themselves into it, but it's not based on anything, so at the end of the day, it's false hope. But if we believe God, then we can have just that peace overflowing all the time. Uh, we read this last week, but let's look at John 14, 27 briefly. We're just, you know, a little bit different service today, so we're just going to touch on these things briefly. And, you know, um, I just had it on my heart to to hit some of these things a little bit more. It says, peace I leave, this is Jesus speaking, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. So we're not talking about somebody's manufactured idea. We're talking about the peace of Almighty God. His peace, everybody say his peace. His peace. His peace. So he says, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't let it be afraid. Don't let, well, how, how are you going to do it? You're going to focus on the fact, these things we're talking about, that, that he has given you peace, that uh, he is with you, that he is leading you and guiding you so you don't let it because you will be tempted to be afraid. Everybody is tempted to be afraid and to be anxious. Again, don't fool yourself that, well, somebody are just blessed with certain dispositions and they don't have any trouble. They may be, you know, uh, prone to, to think a certain way, but everybody will, will flow in the wrong direction if they allow themselves to think on the wrong things. Doesn't matter how bright and sunshine you look, you can, that can be snuffed out if you continually look at the wrong thing. So don't 
disqualify yourself and say, well, I'm, I'm just not that way. I'm just prone to negative thoughts. We'll change that. We can change it. Don't disqualify yourself and say, that's just not me. If, if God, if Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled, don't let it be afraid, then it's possible. And see, that's where we have to start. If he said it, it's true, that's what I'm going to do. I can experience peace. Your head will say, there's no way you can experience peace. And we have to push back and say, oh, no, he said he would give it to me, and he said not to let my heart be troubled. So just like that river of peace, I am going to experience. It's overwhelming anything to the contrary. I am experiencing, I will experiencing, experience it. I'm telling you, if you're in the fight... This is not theory. When you're in the fight in real life, you are going to have thoughts. That's not a bad confession. We're not confessing bad things over you. It's just reality. We have an enemy. His name is Satan, and he will fire thoughts at your mind to try to get you to release the word. And so if you're going to fight, if you have something in front of you, that is challenging, you will have thoughts that try to get you to be discouraged and depressed about it. It's what you do with them. And the fight is to say, no, I'm not going to go down that way. I will walk in peace. And your, your mind can push back on you and say, you're lying about it. You, there's no way you can be at peace. And at that point, we have to fight to stay in peace. That might sound contradictory. But you have to fight to maintain rest. Because this world and the, the world system is going to try to get you out of peace and that there's an emergency every single day. Just look at the news. There is always something. They will manufacture emergencies out of nothing. And if we're not careful, just our life, it's like, well, it was a good, good day, but then this happened. And, you know, it's 8.15 in the morning. And the rest of the day, I just can't be at peace. Maybe we'll try tomorrow. And every single day will be like that unless we say, you know what, no. I'm deciding that I'm going to walk in this peace. And that is there just throughout the day. It's going to wash over me. And I am just going to stay there. I'm going to determine my life is going to line up with the Word of God. And I am going to walk in this peace. We read, um, we read Isaiah 26.3. Let's look at that briefly and then we'll go on. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace. Go down, skip a few verses down. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. The further I go in life, the more this is real, that we can walk here, no matter what. He said, he'll keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on him. It doesn't say anything about the circumstance. Why? Because we're trusting him. He is eternal. He is all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's everywhere. And he has a way through everything. And so if we trust him and we focus on that and have the attitude, it doesn't matter what's happening. I'm still going over. I'm still winning. I'm still going to win. 
then we can maintain no matter what. And that's actually the way we're supposed to go through life. There's never a point where we're supposed to hit a wall and say, okay, that's it, forget it, I'm done. I've had enough, I'm done. Did you hear me? That can never happen. I mean, it's easy to let it happen, but that, if we're going to follow God, he's never done. He's never, it's never through with him. He never, ever has reached a point where it's too much. And if we're hooked up with him, then that means we don't reach that point. Nobody said it was easy. Nobody is making light of any circumstance. We're just saying it's possible. If there is a place through, through the darkest valley, through the hardest situation, God has not forsaken us, and He is with us, and He, if we'll look to Him, if we'll trust Him, we can be at peace through the circumstance, and as we're on the journey, as we're getting the victory, it may not look like we're finally there, but we're, we're walking in more and more victory, during that time, we can actually walk in peace and not be waiting for everything, to the smoke to all clear. Because you know what? If we're waiting for that, there's always something that is not quite right in our lives if you just look at any. Again, that's not a bad confession. If you want to find negative, you can find it. It doesn't matter if it's just that your hair didn't work that day. You know? Ladies tend to complain more about that than guys, I think, but if you had a bad hair day or, you know, something isn't quite right, you know, in the family or financially it's not quite there, well, welcome to walking by faith. Amen. You're going to have to at times be like, it's not there, but it's going to be. Yes. And so if we, so then this one thing gets done but you're still walking by faith in the other. And it's a chain of events your whole life. And if you're going to wait till all, everything is just all here, so then I can be completely at peace. It's going to be fleeting. You can't look. That's looking at circumstance. The alternative is so much better to just focus on him, walk in his truth, and then you're bulletproof. It doesn't matter what's happening or if it hasn't shown up yet. You're still at peace. Well, this isn't happening. Yeah, but it will watch. And then the thing is, when it does show up, when you're past it, you're like, well, I'm glad I didn't waste all that time worrying about it because, look, we're here. Now, there's this other situation. Well, if, if I look at what just happened in this one area and, and that's come through, God's the same God. He'll help me. So I'm just going to do the same thing in this other area and relax and be at peace and let that dominate, focus on him. And when that all clears up, I won't have wasted any time on that either. Now, there may have been three other things that popped up in the meantime that I got, I'm believing for. But you know what? I'm going to do the same thing here and just be at peace now with that. And no, you know, we can just walk like that. I'm not claimed to have attained, uh, but, but we, we are all coming up. We can all come higher. Doesn't matter if we made mistakes in the past. Let's just determine, yeah, God is faithful and we're going to walk on with him. I mean, you know, you look back, you can't, worrying or being anxious about something is not going to change anything anyway. It's just going to make it worse. And you're like, if only we could just get to the other side of that. 
But we waste so much time. Thank God, yeah, you're thankful when you get to the other side of it. But what about all the other time, life passing us by? Because you realize when you get to the place where that's settled, there's times in your life that'll never be the same again that have passed you by. You know, you can't go back and go, okay, well, now everything's good. Now I'm going to go back to all these days and weeks and relive them as if everything were going to be okay since now it's okay. They're gone. They're gone. If they're time with your job, time with your spouse, time with your family, time has moved on and you can't go back. The only thing you can do is learn from it now and decide I'm not going to let that same thing happen today. I will not be stolen from today. I don't care that it's not all worked out. I'm going to be at peace now. I'm going to let it dominate me. I'm going to look to him. I'm going to be at peace right now. And then tomorrow, wake up. Well, not resolved yet. Well, I'm going to be at peace anyway. And just live there. Isn't it so much better place to live? Live as if God's word is true and that he'll do what he said he's going to do. And act like the end that you're believing for is now. That's faith, but that'll lead to walking in peace. Philippians 4, verse 6. <clears throat> I know some of these things. They're simple. I know most of us in here have probably heard these things many times. But we can all come up higher. And we can experience more and more of his peace experientially walking through because any time we're stolen from and we get out of peace, it just, it's a waste. So we can put, we can be better this week than we ever have been. We can, we can, we can get out of some loops that we've been in. We can get out of that holding pattern where we're waiting for something to change before we finally are at rest. And we can realize that's not the problem. Yes, I'd like that resolved, but right now I can be at peace now. That, you take back your life. You take it back, you say, nope, right now, I'm going to do what God said is going to do. Well, there's this and this. Yep, you're right, and right now, I'm going to just trust and act like God's word is true. Right now. And that'll actually bring us further and help us to think clearly to deal with all the stuff anyway. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Well, there you go. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Exactly what we're talking about. You pump up against something, the right answer, don't be anxious, but come to him by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, praise. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God will, will surround you, will, that surpasses all understanding, will, it will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That, that washing of peace will just surround you and overtake you, and you don't have to understand everything, and you don't have to comprehend all the ins and outs, and you don't have to figure it all out. You can just walk in what God's promised for you anyway. Anyway. Somebody look at you going, how can you be calm right now? Because I know him, and his word says it, and anyhow, if I'm freaking out, it's not helping anybody. And you're just going to look at me funny, and I'm probably going to, you know, make people angry, and it's not going to help my life, so you know what? I choose just to walk in peace anyway. Now, nobody said that's easy, but it's possible, and God can help us do it. And if we trip up, and we do the wrong thing, 
the, 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 the wrong thing to do in that situation is condemn yourself, beat yourself up, say, I'm never going to make it. No, you don't do that. You get back up and you say, well, that was the wrong move, but it's not like I've never missed it before, so I'm getting back up and I'm going on. I mean, don't act like you've never missed it. You've, you know, it, like, oh, no. I gave in to the wrong thing. I mean, seriously, if it was the first time in your life, that'd be one thing. And we're not speaking evil, but just get up and go on. Because it's not going to help. Well, I thought it was going to be different this time. The only way it'll be different is if we get up and act like the Word of God is true and move. Otherwise, we're just going to plant a rear end there and stay. <laughs> guys okay? That's not an option. Glory to God. Amen. Let's read Romans 8, 5, and I believe we'll close with this. Those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the, thing of the things of the flesh, the natural things, the things that are here. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, for to be carnally minded or naturally minded, it's death. But to be spiritually minded is life, and peace. So whenever we, we are walking through life, we got a choice. We can be naturally minded, just think on that, which is what the world does. There's lots of applications to these verses, but we'll put it, you know, talk about it in this way, in the context of what we're talking about. But you, you can also be spiritually minded. You can think according to what, who is on the inside, according to your born-again nature, according to God's Word, according to eternal truth, according to the things that aren't seen. And to be spiritually minded, that is going to bring life and peace, always. So if we're experiencing just all the anxiety and fear and negativity and stress, it's a sure thing that we are thinking on the wrong thing. We're, we're, we're being carnally minded and not spiritually minded because if we were spiritually minded, we would have life and peace. So it's a gauge. If, we, if, we're, if we're not experiencing that peace, we need to say, well, up, maybe unconsciously, I slipped back into the wrong place. I'm not going to do that. I'm coming back right now. I, I'm, I'm coming right back in line with God's word. I'm going to focus back on him and I'm going to walk according to what he said and I'm going to experience peace now. And if there's a pushback, which there can be, you just have to push through it and say, no, I am going to walk at peace. You could have just symptoms of fear and anxiety. You can say, I'm walking in peace anyway. And you're, you know, you can have thoughts that, no, you're not. Look at it. You're, you're scared. That's a symptom. You have to walk in, according to what God said. Put your mind on the right thing. Say the right things. And your mind and everything, it will, it will catch up. Your symptoms will subside and you will experience peace. You can do that in the midst of anything. And that overwhelming peace, just that rushing river of peace, will continue to keep you in the same place. Because that's it's still going. We're just tapping right back into it. We're like, man, it seems really dry. Well, I'm stepping right back into that. Okay, here we go. Available. It was, al it was already available. I just had, my mind had drifted. I was looking at the wrong thing. So I put myself into the right place. Now I experience that which was always there. And I just keep walking that way.
And if I have to adjust multiple times, I adjust to where I'm walking in the right thing. Amen? Amen. 